Raiders fans. You can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. You're listening to the Raiders Podcast Network, your official home for all things silver and black. We welcome in head coach Josh McDaniels. And, Coach, let's begin with Tamar Hamlin and what happened this week. And you spoke to the media earlier in this week. But overall, how you reacted when you saw it on Monday Night Football and the reaction to your roster all week? Yeah, it was a scary situation. Um, you know, nothing that uh, I've ever been a part of or seen. Um, and I think the biggest thing for us, you know, as a team, when we got together on Wednesday morning was just to educate ourselves, you know. And Dr. Singh um, – was kind enough to come here uh, from California and really just spend some time um, answering questions, talking to us about what, you know, to the best of his knowledge occurred um, and just kind of being really uh, open and honest about the, you know, the situation, um, any further risks, et cetera, uh, for our players. And so um, I think that uh, we have the right mindset here. Everybody is thinking about him and, uh, wants to hear good news continually. Um, very concerned about it, um, and and so we're we're doing that, and we're going to get ready to play a football game and try to um, finish the season the right way. As a father of a football player, you address that too. And football is family from every level, high school, college, up to the pros, and how it affected everyone around the football universe. Yeah, um, it's definitely you know something you think about, you know, and um, I think that the more information we gather. Uh, and understanding how rare it was um, and that it, you know, it could occur in a car accident. It could occur in a little league baseball game, um, but it's also unlikely to occur, you know, and so it was a uh, it was a, a unique situation, um, certainly an unfortunate one and one that we're continually praying and, and thinking about him and his family. We look back at the Niner game, 500 yards, 365 in the air for Jarrett. That's a big-time performance. Let's talk about the quarterback and what you saw when you looked at the tape. Yeah, I thought he got off to a good start. You know, um, he had a good week of practice, and I think that he carried that over into the, the game. I thought he took the field with confidence, you know, and really got himself going, uh, got into a rhythm early in the game. I think he hit 10 or you know, 12 of his first 13 or 14 throws, um, you know, and, and was just really honestly operating the offense and trying to execute it the best he could. And so – um, thought he took advantage of some opportunities that were presented to him, um, got the ball out of his hand on time, played in rhythm, uh, tried to stay ahead of the sticks. I mean, we, I think we skipped third down basically the entire first half. Um, you know, so I, I, that's the way we want our guys to play, and uh, I thought he did a good job of giving us an opportunity. What jumped out as me, with me is he made every throw to the right, to the left, and then he ran for critical yards in that game, which was important to evaluate. Yeah, you know, he he can access all the areas of the field, um, you know, and and we talked all week about his eyes, you know, and when you play against a really good defense that tries to disguise and hold things, it's really imperative that the quarterback start the play with his eyes in the right place. Because if you don't, then you're going to be in trouble, you know, and the play starts to break down, and then you're chasing and trying to find something uh, to get rid of the football. But I thought he did a good job of starting the plays with his eyes in the right place. 
Um, and generally, he was going the right spot with the ball. 135 yards rushing against the number one rushing defense. Yep. Let's spend some time on the offensive line. What did you see on the tape with the push at yep. the point of attack? They had a big game. Yeah, they did. Um, you know, and, and you know, no sacks. Um, again, he, he, we, they hit us a little bit, which they're going to do. Uh, their defensive front is as good as any in football. So um, th- that's, not a, that's not an issue there in terms of the effort we played with. Um, I thought our double teams, I thought we moved the line of scrimmage some, gave J.J. an opportunity to have an entry point in the defense, um, and just battled. You know, that's the way you have to play them. It's none of them are going to come easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were, we had some bumps and bruises uh, the day after the game. Uh, no question. I thought we tried to play a physical game against a really physical team. Devontae had another great game. The way he dove for some of those balls came up with. You got the best view in the house. Yep. We've talked about him all year. Yeah. What stood out in that performance? It's just his consistency and his effort. Um, you know, he, he, he made play after play. Uh, the, the catch down in the red zone mm-hmm. um, there where he t- tapped his toes. I mean, it's about as good as it gets, you know, in a short area. Uh, and then just the concentration and ability to secure the one uh, that, that helped us tie the game there at the, in the two-minute, you know, drive at the end. Um, you know, there's really – I'm, I'm, I fail to be surprised anymore uh, yeah. because I've seen so many times over and over in practice and in games what he's capable of doing. But thought he gave us a great effort, thought he was a great leader, um, and really battled you know, throughout the game. So you got a short week. What was that like? Normally you know the schedule yeah. when it comes out. You get that short week late mm-hmm. after that really physical game. How was the team reacted? They, they did a good job. Uh, we we kind of had a plan in place in case that happened. The league uh, let us know that it may happen. Okay. Um, and so we're, we're coming off of the, the six-day week against Pittsburgh. So we kind of went back to the same schedule that we used for the Pittsburgh week. And uh, we're now on schedule. So uh, feel good about where we're headed here in terms of finishing our preparation. All right, as we get to Kansas City, we start with the coach. You've had some epic battles with him dating mm-hmm. back yep. to early in your career. Talk about his philosophy, yep. your friendship, relationship, yep. and what you see with this team. Yeah, tremendous amount of respect for Coach Reed, uh, what he's done over many, many years. Uh, I've tried to steal as much as I can from him uh, as a young coach uh, coming up. Um, he's just he's very innovative creative and never stops uh, which is what I love about him you know he's older than me but you know when you watch his tape it's always something new it's always changing this evolving yeah he's always evolving and it really is an interesting study when you look at all the things that they try to do on a weekly basis I also love his ability and and willingness to to try something a little out of the box you know we've seen Pat throw underhand we've seen him throw the ball to tackle eligibles. The fullback always has a chance to touch the ball, the shovel passes, all that. Um, he's willing to try those things, which I think keeps the game fun for his players. You know, So um, he's, he's, uh, he's a really difficult preparation to get ready for, um, challenges you in every way. Um, they're very well coached in every phase of the game, and uh, we know they have really good players too. So um, it's always a great challenge to play against him and coach against him, and I'm looking forward to it. The last game, Devontae only had three catches, two were for touchdowns, and Josh had a big game. Yep. So the stars came out. When you look back at that tape, 17 nothing lead. You were very explosive early. A lot worked early in that game. Yeah, we did. We got, and we talked about control against this team. You, you've got to try to find a way to get control of the game, uh, which means the score and the line of scrimmage. And so um, I thought we, we attempted to do that the right way. Um, and then we learned the hard way, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, you can't take your foot off the gas at all. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a 20 to seven lead and, you know, before you knew it, we had run four offensive plays and we were behind 24 to 20. And so the game can flip on you in a heartbeat with Pat and Andy and, and all their explosive players. So, 
Um, every possession is important. Uh, every situation is important. Um, and every point is important. So uh, we can take no plays off. Kelsey had four touchdowns on only 25 yards, so that was all red zone. As you prep for him this time, we've talked about it, the physical play at the line of scrimmage or having someone over the top to yeah. be there to double him. Yeah, we thought we did a good job in the field um, of, of executing our game plan and, and trying to really limit his ability to impact the game. And then uh, they moved the ball again down in the red zone and found uh, him, and we had him doubled on those plays too. And so... Um, our doubles are going to have to be a little tighter. We might have to stay a little longer on them. And then the rush, obviously, is going to play a factor in that as well. So, um, you know, he's a great player. He's going to make some plays. We're not going to hold him without a catch and without a yard. And uh, hopefully we can, we can minimize the damage this time. Wrapping this up, the rivalry to you. You're a rivalry coach. Back from your former job, you think of yep. the rivalry in this building, yep. how everyone is alert yep. to kind of turn this rivalry around. doesn't matter if it's in the beginning of the year or the last game of the season. No, uh, I think this is the team we're all chasing, you know. And so we, we not only know the history of this rivalry between the Raiders and the Chiefs, but also I'd say the recent history with our players mm -hmm. um, and, and, and their desire to flip this thing around in our favor. So um, this is an important game for us. We know that this is a team that everybody in our division is chasing. Um, and we're going to try to get after him on Saturday and see if we can't finish the season the right way. Coach, finally, I want to thank you for all the time this year. You were very generous. You're always busy this time of day. I appreciate it. And your final message to the Raider fans the last game of the year. Yeah, I appreciate all their support. Um, you know, I didn't know uh, how incredible this fan base was, obviously, in depth until I got here. And um, they've been uh, everywhere we've played, they've been, uh, which now is uh, something that's common for me to see, whether it's Pittsburgh or Jacksonville or here in Vegas. And um, best fan base that I've had an opportunity to coach for. Uh, look forward to continuing our process here, improving uh, and bringing them a winner. Good luck, Coach. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Raiders Podcast Network. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Raiders.